Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. We have spent the month of February covering topics about love. What I want to do now is close out the month talking about that same subject, love, because it's vitally important in any family. If your child came home to you and asked you, Mom, Dad, what does love mean? What would you say? Well, Today, I want to share with you how the meaning of love was explained to a deaf and blind child. And I want to tell you how the Apostle Paul explains love based on what God, who is love, tells us. Let's look first at a child learns about love. In her autobiography, The Story of My Life, Helen Keller tells how, as a deaf and blind child, she learned from Anne Sullivan the meaning of love. She says, I remember the morning that I first asked the meaning of the word love. This was before I knew many words. I had found a few early violets in the garden and brought them to my teacher. She tried to kiss me. But at that time, I did not like to have anyone kiss me except my mother. Miss Sullivan put her arm gently around me and spelled into my hand, I love Helen. What is love, I asked. She drew me closer to her and said, it is here, pointing to my heart. Her words puzzled me very much because I did not then understand anything unless I touched it. I smelled the violets in her hand and asked half in words, half in signs, a question which meant, is love the sweetness of flowers? No, said my teacher. Again, I thought the warm sun was shining on us. Is this not love? I asked, pointing in the direction from which the heat came. A day or two afterward, The sun had been under a cloud all day, and there had been brief showers, but suddenly the sun broke forth in all its southern splendor. Again, I asked my teacher, is this not love? Love is something like the clouds that were in the sky before the sun came out, she replied. Then in simpler words than these, which at that time I could not have understood, she explained, You cannot touch the clouds, you know, but you feel the rain and know how glad the flowers and the thirsty earth are to have it after a hot day. You cannot touch love either, but you feel the sweetness that it pours into everything. Without love, you would not be happy or want to play. The beautiful truth burst into my mind. I felt that these were invisible lines stretched between my spirit and the spirits 
of others. That is how Anne Sullivan taught and told Helen Keller all about love. And the part that I really like is you cannot touch love either, but you feel the sweetness that it pours into everything. Now, I want to tell you how the Apostle Paul explains love based on what God, who is love, tells us all about love. The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, the characteristics of love. And the Believer's Commentary by William MacDonald does a great job in breaking it down. The Apostle Paul contrasts the characteristics of true love. First of all, love suffers long and is kind. Long-suffering is patient, endurance under provocation. Kindness is active goodness, going forth in the interest of others. Also, love does not envy. It does not envy others. Rather, it is pleased that others should be honored and exalted. Another thing about love, love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. It realizes that whatever it has is a gift from God and that there is nothing, absolutely nothing in man of which to be proud. The Apostle Paul also tells us that love does not behave rudely. If a person is truly acting in love, he will be courteous and considerate. Love does not selfishly seek its own but is interested in what will assist others. Love is not provoked, but is willing to endure slights and insults. Love also thinks no evil. That is, it does not attribute bad motives to others. Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. There is a certain mean streak in human nature which takes pleasure in what is unrighteous especially if an unrighteous act seems to benefit oneself. This is not the spirit of love. Love rejoices with every triumph of the truth. Now, the expression bears all things may mean that love patiently endures all things or that it hides or conceals the faults of others. The word bears may also be translated covers. Love does not needlessly publicize the failures of others, though it must be firm in giving godly discipline when necessary. Love believes all things. That is, it tries to put the best possible construction on actions and events. Love hopes all things in the sense that it is earnestly desires that all things work out for the best. And then love endures all things in the way of persecution or ill treatment. Having described the qualities that characterize those who exercise their gift in love, the apostle takes up the permanence of love. And that is, love never fails. Throughout eternity, love will go on in the sense that we will still love the Lord and love one another. That is a breakdown 
of 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Now, here is the way it reads in the New Living Translation. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. But love will last forever. Love never fails. Parents, I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4-8. through 8 and work to exhibit this type of love. This is the love that God shows us. And this is the love that we should show ourselves, our spouses, our children, and the love that we should show others. This is the way God loves you. This love is key to parenting on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.